0: Hello everybody, welcome back to eTicket, a theme park podcast. My name is Mike. And I am Rob. And today, we are going to be discussing Disney's 50th anniversary, yep. or specifically Walt Disney World's, Walt Disney 50th, World's anniversary.
1: 50th anniversary, which lasted from October 1st, 1970, wait, yeah, <laughs> screw it, screw it put up the song, give me the song! <laughs>
0: Okay, guys, so, uh, yeah, topic of discussion today
1: is uh, Disney World's 50th anniversary. Which lasted from October 1st, 2021 until March 31st, 2023. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, So, Disney World has been around for 50 years. 51 and a half now. I guess, technically, yeah. yeah. Now the celebration's (laughs) over. Yep, the celebration ran for eighteen months. Eighteen magical is, uh, months, which is fine because I yeah. think the twenty fifth, uh, the twenty fifth anniversary, ran for sixteen to eighteen. I don't remember which. Yeah, so it was a do you remember the twenty fifth anniversary birthday cake? Do I ever? I love it. It was. Uh, I feel differently about other people because we came up multiple times that year, and so like I knew it wasn't going to stay around. But other people who was once in a decade family vacation, I get why they were pissed. But I thought it was cute. I was also a child. So. I think
0: uh, I saw that one when I was five or six years old. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was. Uh, I think I was seven when it ended. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. So we're actually going to be
1: discussing a pretty significant
0: amount of what kind of came true for the fiftieth, mm-hmm. what they promised and never delivered on, uh, hmm. some general things that.
1: Well, frankly, a lot of this was. Affected by the pandemic. Completely so. Um, Including the start of the celebration, which was supposed to be around Memorial Day 2021. And so that got pushed back.
0: Yeah. Especially the Epcot stuff. The Epcot stuff in particular got hit really, really hard by this.
1: Such a cool preview center back in 2019 of things to come to Epcot before Epcot's 40th birthday, which was during the 50th celebration. And sadly, half of that won't be coming to Epcot.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, Disney, uh, Disney likes to promise things and then, uh, never deliver on them. Uh, but, uh, you know, Hey, so
1: anyway, um, so
0: Disney announces the 50th anniversary of Disney world is coming up. Mm -hmm. This is in what? Late 2020, I think is when they started making the first kind of like hints about it. Well,
1: 2019 at the D23 expo, they were starting to make like little, little hints and promises of like, Ooh, guess what's coming. Uh, guess what's coming. But then they, you know, the pandemic kind of screwed everything up. So then they couldn't really say what they were officially going to do for the fiftieth anniversary until, I guess, summer twenty twenty one. There were hints yeah. and rumors of things to come, um, and that, uh, as in, like uh, turning all the park icons to make them uh, more glittery. Yeah, uh, like Magic Kingdom's uh, paint job that happened in twenty twenty that people said that's weird. Well, that was for the Cinderella seventieth anniversary, and it was permanent direction but then after that they just made it goldish by putting gold ribbons gold flags uh gold sparkle projections and a giant medallion that's just said 50
0: they do have the um the pinkish color as well yep i'm not gonna lie i actually um i really like the castle
1: redesign they said it's gonna be permanent Yep, and frankly i'm actually perfectly okay with that uh, i'm okay uh, yeah it doesn't doesn't offend me now it was a little jarring the first time you saw it And then it looked good with all the gold stuff on it, and now the gold stuff's off, and it's—I don't know—just feels normal-ish. Yeah, weird. No, it's 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 great actually. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm not not, I'm I'm not mad. I'm just saying, wow, I'm. It's weird that I'm not mad. Yeah. yeah, and they also
0: did. In my opinion, uh, I, I honestly think this is the the quote unquote better makeover. Um, but for Spaceship Earth, mm-hmm. they also put all of the lights on there, yep. which uh, they announced that was going to be permanent as well. And I'm super on board with that because there's so much that you can do with that. Uh, oh, they that's... they've already used part of it for Harmonious, which um, we it, will be talking we'll about. That. Yeah, yeah, later. Um, and uh, it just looks it looks really good.
1: I, yeah, that one was one they said right from the start. There's going to be a permanent change to Spaceship Earth's uh, appearance, and everybody went, "No, don't, don't do it. Don't you dare do it." And then everyone saw it and went, "Oh, damn, she pretty." So <laughs> she's now the prettiest girl at the ball. Oh, it's it's unanimous. <laughs> uh, so then they decided, well, good because it's sticking around, and also we can do 3D mapping on it. So we're going to keep doing that too. So true, true. Yeah, that's that might be. I mean, spoiler, that's probably the standout best thing to come out of the 50th, is the uh, facelift on Spaceship Earths outside.
0: Yeah. I, there's also, you know, Kite Tales, which is uh, obviously Oh, the, God, the yeah, best. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's up there, too. Let's not forget <laughs> Kite tails We'll get to that one. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, the other park icons uh, got projection mapping help. I mean, they they got, were a little glittery every now and then. That's, that's about all I can say about... The Tower of Terror and... Yeah. uh, The Tower of Terror... The Tree of Life.
0: The Tower of Terror is very cool. I do think that they had a missed opportunity in not doing anything with uh, the Chinese theater, but obviously with Runaway Railway there, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, that's just not really something that they have the capacity to do because of all the neon that's there now,
1: so... I mean, they they started to do a nighttime show for Disney Animation on the... It's it's so weird. It's weird to say the least, where they can't seem to make up their mind on what's a park icon, what isn't, and then what to do with either one, but that's, I guess, neither here nor there. So. Yeah. Well, they used to actually have
0: a Star Wars show that they would do mm-hmm. uh, pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, They had the two little pylons that they had set up to the left and right hand side and they used to have this big show and right the the big like centerpiece moment of it was near the end when they would have a star destroyer come out it would fill up all three of the screens in the front of the yeah front of the audio and yeah yeah very very cool that was
1: that was probably the best use of the technology so far Uh, the current animation actually i don't even know if it's still current The, the salute to disney animation show they came out with didn't quite capitalize on the way the Star Wars production no, show did. No, they didn't use the 3D audio either. Um, they might not have. It's, yeah, I only saw it once from one spot. Huh. Anyway, yeah. So we've got
0: the icon remakeovers. Yep. Right. There were also two big announcements that they talked about with uh, the announcements of new rides. Uh, now, at this point, Ratatouille uh, officially opened. During the celebration, they yeah. announced that it was originally intended to open before that.
1: It was supposed to... Let's see if I'm looking at it right now. They're supposed to open Memorial Day 2020, which yep. I think the parks were technically closed. Still during. closed, yeah. They yeah. didn't open for a full year, I don't think. That's right. And so they ended up pushing back Ratatouille a year plus. Which is a shame, but also not... Uh, Ratatouille's it, okay. Looking looking back, uh, it's didn't seem to impact our
0: yeah I mean, they that. literally used a carbon copy of the ride that they already have in Disneyland Paris, yeah, which is a thing that they would repeat when they decided to eventually open up Tron. Oh boy. Um, which Where's is the other? Other... that is so far away in this
1: episode. <laughs> I mean, at this point, listen, Tron, well, let's just say this, <laughs> at the start of this episode, it's October 1st, 2021, and Tron is still a year and a half away for some reason despite the fact that it was announced in 2018 17 17 yeah 2017 to come out speculating the end of 2021 speculating yeah.
0: and also a carbon copy of uh the one that's over in Shanghai right i mean we'll, we'll do an episode on tron because i think we both have some pretty yep. strong thoughts about uh, tron yeah
1: I've, I've i've been on it already uh, you've been on it already
0: and uh, uh yeah I actually got to I got to attend the media preview for it.
1: That's right. The thing uh. I was joking about when we started this podcast, neither one of us will ever be invited to a media thing. It turns out Mike here was at the media preview for Tron. We'll get to that one another day. yeah,
0: it was <laughs> it was very cool.
1: Uh, uh, but Tron anyway Tron was yeah. a ride that
0: that came out. It was definitely a thing
1: and it just missed the fiftieth. So we'll tack on to it at the end of this
0: discussion. I mean, it was announced for it, yeah <laughs> in the same vein as like. The Mary Poppins ride was announced for the UK Pavilion. Right. And obviously, and, that didn't happen.
1: And I guess it's been leaked that the whole thing was going to be just like an indoor teacups. Yeah, so, which is kind of just disappointing. I mean, what do you, I guess teacups is a popular ride. It eats I people. Mean, great, and, uh, but I, like, I, stop that.
0: Yeah, moving on. Well, I, I mean, on a complete side note, right? Sure, let's go. So... Universal has epic universe coming. They've got all these new rides that they're building, they've got all these new lands that they're building. and it's kind of hard to feel that Disney is just kind of resting on its laurels is like yes, I am Disney like this is this is what I can do mm-hmm. And I genuinely feel like Universal for like the first time really in in like this area's history, the Universal is providing like a legitimate sort of mm-hmm. competitor to Disney. and
1: Especially creatively and uh, maybe even intellectually at this point.
0: Yeah. And Disney just still kind of feels like they're just coasting along. Like, yeah, I'm Disney. Yeah,
1: you know. <clears throat> but hey, we'll figure that out. Uh, yeah. They got a whole future ahead of us. Ten more years and a lot of things they've already approved. Right. Allegedly. That's for <laughs> another discussion. Uh, but anyway.
0: Back right. to the so, uh, so, yeah. Uh, new Uh, Reimaginings of the park icons New rides that were announced Two of which came to fruition And one of them did not There are other aspects Of Epcot in particular That Mm -hmm. they are still building As of the time of this recording Yes. The Moana walkthrough Water attraction Which is going to be located behind Spaceship Earth Is only Two, three weeks away from opening At this point? No Oh they pushed it back? It's opening in the fall Okay, you know, so ignore what I just said.
1: Yeah, even though Disney just posted last week two things about like Bob Iger visiting the Tafiti statue and like water conservation experts telling you how much this is going to be great, how little to much you can interact with water. And to that, I say, wait, I can jump in water because if I can't, that's a something you shouldn't tell me. But no, fall. It's still it's still slated for fall. Whichever, uh, who knows what that really means. Yeah. So, yep. Great great job, guys.
0: Well, and I think it's kind of an interesting thing to look at from the perspective of the 50th that they primarily focused on new things they were going to add to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Yeah. And basically just kind of left studios and DAC out of it entirely.
1: Right. I mean, it is funny. We've already mentioned them before, so let's go ahead and mention them now because they were uh, an early entry into the 50th list. Kite Tales is the only thing I have written down for the 50th anniversary that happened at Animal Kingdom. Yeah.
0: Uh, And I did not see Kite Tales. I I also did not see
1: Kite (laughs) Tales in the stadium section. I mean, I saw a kite once when I was at a bridge and I wasn't... Yep that's uh that's simba flying along um i don't know anybody who genuinely loved this i know lots of people who ironically love this
0: i just um all i can think about is just the memes that i've seen of king louis just crashing face first into the, ble- oh my into gosh. the beach well that's or bleachers. i guess
1: the only way the o- there's so many things we could say on this but again <laughs> you and i never actually being in the stadium to see the show kind of a stadium's a loose term Kind of just ruins it. Where like yeah, they had sections of it open so they could crash the kites into them because that's the only way they knew how to bring them down. Yeah. Uh, it just looks, it just looks so stupid. Anyway, so you had a Lion King version and then you had a Jungle Book version. Yes, and I think they ran every other hour. And again, I don't know, I don't know too many people who love who genuinely loved them, but I know lots of people who love to laugh at them. Yeah. So there's that.
0: And to be fair, I. Don't think DAC is particularly high on either of our personal lists of favorite parks. So mm-hmm. there could have been more that they've done for DAC, and we just don't no. literally remember. So I think they I did put a new, new like street atmosphere performances. I think they have. Well, I think uh, they had new ones that they put in there.
1: So uh, it's a good point you bring up because it's hard in this time period to figure out what is new specifically new for the fiftieth. And what is just them getting back to normal operations Mm. post-pandemic? Because I know they were big on cavalcades and such, but like Festival of Fantasy came back during this time period and that wasn't new for the 50th. It was just finally back. And I feel the same thing for character meet and greets and just for like Street Mystery performances. It was hard to... Maybe I don't know how they wanted to market them to us, but it all felt like just business as usual disguised as more magic for the 50th hmm yeah you know
0: especially with you know during the pandemic when they decided to cut entertainment first and bring it back last (laughs) it's the easiest i
1: mean when back when i worked in entertainment we always knew that was the case the first thing you cut to save costs is entertainment yeah yeah because it's not infrastructure
0: yeah Uh. uh so new attractions uh new overlays
1: Oh, the golden statues. I'm surprised we didn't yeah, mention those the, off the, the bat. Yeah.
0: The Fab 50, 50th anniversary golden statues. Yes,
1: and um just because there's 50 characters, how many statues would you guess they had, Mike? I've got the number right here. Uh good question. Go for it. Go for Wasn't it. Wasn't there only like 20? Ah, higher. 36. 36. 36 total statues, but it was 50 characters, so like the Olaf statue also had a Bruni, which is that fire salamander. Hmm. You know, um, Shippendale were two characters on one statue, things like that. So it was confusing at first. Uh, Pooh <laughs> and Piglet, also two characters, one statue, where everyone said, wait, I've only counted this many statues. And they're like, oh, that's that's all 50 characters. Oh, so this Rocket and Baby Gru counts as two. Yes. Oh, I, I get Sh- it. Sure. I sure. Get it. So, Yeah. Uh, The gold statues, which were populated throughout the four theme parks. But, uh, yeah, when I think of Animal Kingdom, they were right there. Just next to, like, the Tree of Life and the Discovery thing. I forget what you call their stores there. Someone someone knows. But, yeah, that's it. That's all I can remember for the 50th at Animal Kingdom. Let's see. What else? Uh, I think
0: Animal Kingdom had... timon and pumbaa
1: yep they had timon then and pumbaa simba. uh they might have had a simba i, there I imagine a, there there was a dory one right there was a finding nemo one which i think might have been at epcot but it could oh. have been an animal king see this is how great of a, of a lasting impression these are <laughs> these are leaving on us where we can't even remember which ones they were or where they were right
0: so that you could interact with them with your magic band Oh, or, yes. or with your photo I'm, I'm, pass. I'm
1: glad you brought that up, because apparently that was a thing that was supposed to happen day one. And um, again, October 1st, 2021 was day one. Uh, the My Mag- the Magic Band Plus that came out that you can interact with them officially came out. It had a slight leak earlier, but officially came out July 2022. Hmm. So, you know, a little late in the game. Yeah. Uh, which they only sometimes interacted with them. I I tried. I tried my best. I I did not. So yeah. no, I couldn't so even you tell go. you. I do think uh it was pretty interesting
0: that they decided to have these statues in some of like some of them were in kind of unreachable spots, like the Stitch one is next to the purple wall.
1: Yeah, the Stitch one was on the purple walls, yeah. Seven feet in the air. Uh A boo a boo was my favorite hidden one because it was in the Adventureland side next to the D. And nobody knew it was there. You had to tell folks. Uh Bell people would walk right by her because she is actually five inches tall, and it was you couldn't. She wasn't lit up during the day, but she was lit up at nighttime. So some of these were just incredibly out of the way or in the way, depending on what you want to. But right, right. <laughs> uh, but like Epcot's were all behind or in flower beds behind gates. So were Hollywood Studios. But Magic Kingdom went out of their way to put them in interesting places but yeah oh there was also they had the i guess they weren't cardboard cutouts but maybe there were stickers giant stickers at orlando international airport (laughs) uh when these first debuted back in september along the uh the monorail terminal thing that they had the whole tunnel was lined with cutouts of the statues and like that was that was a nice welcome home when i i came back into town one september i was like oh look at this disney That's why we're here. They did. uh, They did finish the wraps on
0: all of the monorails during the fiftieth. They had. They had actually started that before the pandemic on two of them, and then I think they decided to stop doing it and bring it back in time for the fiftieth. So,
1: Uh, yeah. Again, I don't know how to. I don't know what they were doing and what they weren't doing at this point.
0: I mean, they also had the new designs for Mickey and Minnie. Oh, yeah, that's right. The main characters, they redesigned all of their clothing, so they're, uh, quote-unquote, iridescent.
1: Oh, yes, I'm glad you said iridescent. That's a word I... uh, Capital E, capital A, capital R, iridescent. Uh, That's a word that was buried into the ground very very early in the celebration, where everything was glittery gold. Everything. Even the food. Even the merch. Did you buy any 50th merch? I was trying to think of this the other day.
0: Uh, I did not. I did not buy a single piece of Disney fiftieth merch mm-hmm. because Did of you... two main reasons. Yeah, go for it. Well, one was that it was prohibitively more expensive compared to oh, yes. normal Disney merchandise. Uh huh. So for example, if you went to World of Disney or, or Wad in Disney Springs, mm-hmm. you could go to the T shirt wall and look at all of the merchandise that they had, like normal t-shirts, like the 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 Grumpy shirt that features a picture of Grumpy, or yeah. you know, Park Hopping is My Cardio, or... Uh, you, Llama you know, Drama. Yeah. The usual Disney stuff that they have. Yeah. And then you go one section over to the right, where they had all of the Disney 50th iridescent merchandise, and an iridescent t-shirt for the Magic Kingdom was like 46 or 47 dollars Mm -hmm. compared to the other t-shirts which are 30 they had
1: a jacket or like a hoodie like an iridescent hoodie yeah for like 100 it was like 110 dollars yeah i saw one spirit jersey which i guess was also a name brand company that made it and it was 200 dollars. that's insane yeah that's that was my takeaway too. Is going into this because like I remember my family, we had a whole bunch of 25th anniversary stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get some 50th stuff." And then not only did I want to pay for it, I didn't just didn't want anything. Yeah, not, nothing. It just really, not look good. Yeah. It just, Although, yeah. the spaceship Earth cookie jar
0: that that was
1: yeah. My sister did buy one of those. Yeah. After I told her not to. But it's so cute, though. Yeah, but they. They had to package it to get it out of the store, and they yeah. wrapped it. Oh, my gosh. It, yeah. I'm not Julyan. Once they rung it up, it took them 10 minutes before we could take it out. Like, holy shit. Anyway. It was so cute, though. Yep. It's so good. It yeah, it was a good one. But, yeah, that stunned me. I didn't buy anything for the 50th, and that yeah, that hit me the other day. I was like, oh, that this was here for literally a year and a half, and I didn't buy anything, and I still don't need yep. to buy anything. Amazing. But iridescent. Everything was glittery, even yep. the food, and... Yeah, Who knows what that dining was? Well, and that's another thing
0: that they kind of did for the fiftieth as well. So obviously every park had its own unique section of uh foods that mm-hmm. they had. And uh it was interesting because the vast majority of the food options that they had were just the normal things that they would offer with one additional you know quote unquote twist or ingredient yeah. so for example at casey's corner the only thing that they had that was different was they had like a dessert dog okay. which is the same as their regular hot dog but had like marshmallows on it and that was it that was the entire thing that'll be 16 dollars, please hmm. considering that like a normal chili cheese dog is like 14 49 or 59 or whatever it is now
1: that's the footlong that's
0: the footlong yeah yeah, yeah. And they were offering a dessert dog, which was half the size and had one extra ingredient that was different than normal, yeah, but and it's something it was like it's something
1: for your camera to eat, yeah, that's yeah. fair that's a lot of that's my big takeaways for most of the food in general was this is for the this for the gram all this is for the gram, yeah, but, well,
0: speaking of new food um they did have one big uh big thing that they added in terms of new dining which is they finally opened up space 220
1: yes yeah, space 220 which this is also one of those things where was this for the 50th or are we just chalking it up to the 50th i think we're chalking it up more to the 50th sure why not admittedly uh i think
0: the obviously the original intent was for them to have it ready for the 40th anniversary of epcot
1: Right. Um, well, I left. mean, the first rumor was it was going to open up in time yeah. for February twenty twenty, which right. it, it did not, and you can't even blame the pandemic on that one. So,
0: yeah, it's Space two twenty. Uh, I've eaten there twice now. It's uh, hmm. it's very very cool. I don't necessarily know if I'd recommend it.
1: Okay, fair. Um, that's all I hear is that it looks good inside. Um, I, if I were to go, I, I'd probably want to sit at the bar. Although I'm told yeah. that's the worst place to it's sit. It's
0: definitely the worst place to sit I because you can't uh, see anything out the windows. But the problem is, is that outside the windows, you... Like, Earth doesn't move under you, which I think is a huge wasted opportunity. I think it would be really cool if they had put the effort in to do something where, like, maybe when you fly over Florida, you can see what the current weather looks like or, like, you can just mm. see the planet rotate underneath you. But as it is... Uh, and Granted, uh-huh. uh huh. It is technically, physically correct because if you were on a space elevator, you would not witness the movement of the planet underneath you because you'd be anchored to one point to the surface. But th- that's not. But about. then what about yeah? What about like <laughs> it's, it's time like, right? and like uh, lighting changes? That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So, uh but Space Two Twenty, very 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 cool. Okay. Uh, very expensive. Not 100% sure if I would recommend it to anyone unless you are super duper big into space in the way that, for example, I am.
1: Uh-huh. Uh I mean, I got to be honest, now that we're talking about it, every time I go to Epcot, I don't even think about it. It never even occurs in my mind that it's there. To be fair, I, I
0: think a large portion of that is because it's extremely well hidden. I would argue that most guests don't even know that it exists as a restaurant option. Probably not. Because you literally have to go to the entrance to Mission Space and then make a right to get to the entrance of Space 220. And it's weird because the pavilion for Mission Space is clearly designed for you to go to the left Mm -hmm. so you can get into the queue. Mm -hmm. So Space 220, I think, suffers from this weird sort of setup where it's very hidden and it's also completely opposite to the direction that the design of that place intends for you to go you literally have to look for it or know that it's there in order for you to go to it kind of like Maria and enzo's uh oh enzo's hideaway enzo's hideaway at disney springs like they have they literally have a sign for it on top of it and i still cannot tell you how many times i've seen people just walk right past it yeah because they just don't know that it's there
1: and but i mean we're talking about restaurant capacity it's those two are in, incomparable to each other. But, yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? Space 220 is huge. Huge. Uh,
0: and you know what? That just reminded me. Because uh, so we're talking about Epcot, we forgot one
1: huge ride, which was uh, the Guardian's Coaster. Oh, I thought we were leading up to that. Oh. Yeah. So, you know what? No, Guardians we coaster. forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That opened up uh, in time for the 50th, <laughs> as it was supposed to. It even opened up before Epcot's 40th, which, hey, actually, no, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, it did, it did, it did. It opened up May 22. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so.
0: Yeah. No, like, uh, Guardians, the Guardians Coaster opened. Yep. It uh, absolutely slaps. Yep. It's um, so good.
1: I still have gotten just three songs. Uh, how about you? I've gotten September, I've gotten Disco Inferno, and I've, I've gotten uh, so uh, uh, Run. I'm thinking,
0: I got, uh, I got Disco Inferno twice. Yeah. I've never gotten September. Yeah. I did get... Um, she come and No, um, everybody the, wants to. Rule everybody the world? wants to rule the world. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking tears for fears and yeah, that's. Uh, it. Um, and no, during the Christmas during the Christmas celebration, I oh, only, that's right. I uh, I only got the chance to write Guardians three times during the Christmas month, oh, and really. I got Run Run Rocket every single time.
1: I think they only had one song for the Christmas time, didn't they, or did they? No, have they multiple? had
0: multiple different songs. Oh, then that's very unfortunate. What really boggles my mind is how they didn't get uh all i want for christmas is you because like you could literally just do the first launch so just the yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean it doesn't line up for canon but at this point what why does that matter so. i mean yeah like the idea is you're traveling through time so like yeah you right, know, fair, fair fair yeah like no one's gonna get rid of rock and roll and then the yeah. little drummer boy from 1950 comes on it's god like, oh. please you know Angela from The Office's favorite song. Actually, let's just do the
0: uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra of Carol of the Bells. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be so good. I'll, I'll take that one. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess I spoiled Rob's uh, Rob's reveal that we just completely f- forgot about. Oh, the Guardians you know what? Coaster. Truthfully,
1: I didn't. This we've been hopping all around my list, so I don't know when we would have actually gotten it. So thank you, sir. Thank you for just. You know <laughs> what, man? I did that for you. You're this welcome. is why we do. Yes, we're a team. <laughs>
0: Oh boy. Uh I think that's all the rides, right? Uh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. we've we've touched on all three okay. rides. Well um, two and a half rides, but we've touched on those. Right, right, right. Uh and then it, the, it, shows, the shows, the shows, yeah. So um we had enchantment replace happily ever after at, at Magic Kingdom. Um you said you saw it. Uh yeah. Uh I have seen Enchantment, Disney Enchantment. Uh huh. Uh three times. Okay. I was only present for half of it twice. Once I was on Splash Mountain and the other how I was at uh, Ohana. So <laughs> I saw Disney Enchantment on the
0: first night that they hosted that they like hosted the the 50th event. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh the actual live stream that they oh, did. Oh, so you
1: saw the they, uh, the original version
0: before they tweaked it a little. Yeah. So they showed off Disney Enchantment and I remember thinking at the time as I was watching this live stream that this was not an impressive show. And a week later I went to the Magic Kingdom because I wanted to see it for myself mm-hmm. because you know a live stream doesn't show off like the feeling of being there and then oh for sure you can't see the projection right can't see the or even feel, the castle yeah. yeah you don't feel the fireworks exploding like yeah you don't you don't get any of that so I went to the Magic Kingdom a week later to go see Disney Enchantment and Oh God, it is, or was, so bad. The one thing that stuck out to me in particular is that Enchantment as a whole genuinely feels like a Disney show that they were given probably six to seven months to throw together Mm -hmm. and just went with it. And the reason I say that is because they have a particular segment in the beginning of the show where they kind of have like a little preamble by like Walt and he talks about, you know, it all started with a mouse and And that, you know, that was the opener for it. And they talk about like Epcot and like what Epcot would eventually become. And Mm -hmm. the one thing that got me is that they show all these images from Disney properties of like, you know, all the, princes and princesses and, like, Pixar. and Sure. And the reason I always kind of felt like it was a rushed project is because in the first two and a half minutes of this show, they reused the same picture of Tiana three times. Okay. In three, in three separate, like, segments of the beginning of this show. And I'm just watching this, and I'm like, they they didn't make an attempt to, to change it or, or do anything different. It's literally the exact same thing. And Enchantment as a whole just feels like an unfocused show. It honestly feels like Happily Ever After, like 0.5. Oh.
1: Because they used... Well, I mean, uh, they use the hits that they've come to love in the last 15 years. Uh, it's the same, same, pretty much the same songs, but like they might change the arrangement. But... The same songs are different arrangements, right? Mm-hmm. But then... You've got like
0: entire sections of the show where a significant part of it is just being narrated by a narrator who, you know, is like, oh, well, thank you for coming to this, this magical journey with us. And just remember all of this is possible because Because of you, you. because you you are are the magic. magic, That's the phrase
1: I heard. You
0: are the magic. And they have this like whole thing and it just doesn't. Work it just, it just doesn't work. Like the, the the part that aggravated me the most, and again, this is the this is the second time that I saw it. Uh, I would not see it again until actually about a month and a half ago. I think was the last time I saw it, and they'd added in some new stuff yeah, for yeah. the one hundredth anniversary of the Disney Company.
1: Right, and remember, this show was supposed to be the fiftieth anniversary of right. the parks, which I hear was severely lacking in fiftieth yeah. or theme park stuff. Yeah, yeah, and.
0: I just remember every time that I've seen Enchantment, the part that disappoints me the most is the part when Tinkerbell comes out. It's supposed to be the high point of the show. In Happily Ever After they've got the whole you can fly bit and then she comes out and they've got this amazing choral notes and and, and everyone's singing, the music is going. Even in wishes it
1: was a big moment.
0: Right. Yeah. And Enchantment, they have they have the narrator talking and then there's like this little trill and then Tinkerbell's just out and it's like, Oh, that's that's yeah. her moment. There, Blink. there she is. Blinking, no you'll miss her. Right, um, and it, it's like, it, it, guys, this is this is the this is the the second biggest part of the show aside from the ending, and you just have a person. It's like it's like oh, and and the magic will fly, and then like she just comes out, right. and that's that's it. That's Tinkerbell. Bell. Like, mm-hmm. It's just it's 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 not good. Um, so,
1: it I mean, replaced Happily it, Ever After. It did, and now Happily Ever After has once again replaced it. So the one thing. One thing they said was this was a temporary show, but they never said at the time, happily ever was coming back. They just said it was a temporary show, unlike what they did with Harmonious, another show that debuted on Epcot first for the start of the 50th. And Mike, how many times have you seen Harmonious? Zero. I had a feeling. Okay, so (laughs) I never saw Enchantment, you never saw Harmonious, and we are the hosts of this theme park podcast. How you doing? Anyway, I saw Harmonious uh, three times. Three times. I saw it once. The first month it was out and my places we stood weren't so great so i couldn't get a really good opinion of it i just thought the show was uh chaos and didn't have like a direction i didn't feel like i had a build up uh it was the whole time a song went in we go how many more of these are there um it's something if you watched on youtube at least you have the benefit of a timer at the bottom of the screen telling you when it's going to end Mm. so the first time i watched it i just felt like we're here for a long time so so the second time I watched it, I had more of an idea what I was going into. I had a much better spot to see it. And I didn't think it was ridiculous as much as other people might have said. And I was like, you know what? This isn't terrible. And the last time I watched it was with like a new Magic Band. And the Magic Band was having a time. It was glowing with the show. <laughs> it was it was vibrating when it had to. It was very interesting. So I spent half the time just watching my Magic Band. Uh, so Harmonious, I thought, was much better than we gave it credit for. I don't think it was supposed to be temporary, even though... It has now been announced as temporary and is is gone. It is now being replaced again by the replaceable show Epcot Forever, the transitional firework display thing that has songs most people don't recognize that are from Epcot. So, I don't know. Harmonious, I think, was unfairly uh, taken away too soon. That's my opinion on it.
0: I mean, I think we're both just kind of in agreement that the shows that they had for the 50th were just not super good
1: like like uh was kite Tales the best of the three of them i <laughs> uh, i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna go on a limb and say no but i i can understand why some would say yes <laughs> I, think,
0: I think you could you could probably make a legitimate argument that Kite Tales could be the best of the three isn't that neither, amazing neither of us have seen it
1: oh my gosh that's true <gasps> Between those three shows, you and I have only seen one one each. That's amazing.
0: We've seen 33% of the, the new shows.
1: Once again, this is an e-ticket, a theme park podcast, yeah, we're, and we are yeah. killing it. We're Speaking up. of things neither one of us got to do for the 50th, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Yes. Yes. It is now one year old. Congratulations to the Star Cruiser. And it is still uh, well cruising.
0: <laughs> so
1: I mean at we, this time if you're listening, it is currently thirty percent off for D V C and annual pass holders. Which
0: should tell you something. Yes. We have talked about the Star Cruiser on this podcast
1: before. Yeah, yeah, vaguely, just because um, we didn't want to spoil some stuff and obviously
0: we didn't experience it, but obviously neither of us have experienced it because it's five thousand fucking dollars. That's right. I am dropping one of our rare fucks on this show. We are in that E
1: today, gentlemen.
0: I, I want to emphasize, again, that it is 5000 fucking dollars yes. to do this.
1: For two people. For two is people. Yeah. For
0: uh, th- uh, th- four days, three nights, or whatever the... Oh, it's or, not that long, buddy. Whatever the hell it is, two it's nights. It's not that long. It's like three nights. Right, three nights. Yeah. The point is, yeah. is that it is still, to this day prohibitively expensive (laughs) i made a prediction when we started the show that galactic star cruiser within five years of it opening is going to be a standard hotel that has none of the things that it currently has in it right now because disney's not going to be able to recoup their losses for it let's see and i'm willing to bet that we are now a year into this Mm -hmm. and they are one outright canceling some cruises completely because they do not have the capacity to fill them. Mm -hmm. And two, offering a steep 30% discount for this experience. Because, make no mistake, this is... Although they intend for you to basically spend money and stay in here, the vast majority of people are not going to be staying on the cruiser the entire time. They are going to go to the parks. And... I maintain that we are a year in the fact that they're offering 30% off and they are outright canceling cruises means Mm -hmm. that Disney does not know what they are going to do with this cruiser. And they do not know how they're going to actually continue to offer it in the way that they're offering it.
1: Yeah. And that on top of that, uh, in the past month or so, I've seen many uh, TikToks or Instagram posts from opening people who signed one year contracts. To be uh, cast members and um, uh, to act aboard the Halcyon the Star Cruiser. And although they said it was some of the best times they've had, it is such a demanding role because you are essentially on for three days and you have to remember guests and storylines and things like that. that are They're fluid. They said it was the most difficult performances they had to do and they, right. they could not continue to do so, which makes sense. I mean, something that's strenuous. I mean, God bless you but now again, who knows what's going to happen moving forward i i do think they're going to have to change a storyline to make it more softer or more obtainable that's the only that's the only way i can see them getting out of their current predicament where again it is 5000 i can't say it $5000
0: we already said shit earlier so <laughs>
1: i yeah i have my own vocabulary go, go ahead rob just nah. says, again
0: 5000 nah. 5000 5, fucking, fucking dollars, dollars. i said it there we go now again we should both preface this, uh-huh. or I guess continue prefacing whatever sure. it is we talk about with this. That like we go. neither of us have actually experienced this no. because of how prohibitively expensive it is. Yeah. So Disney, if you uh, are listening and you want to give us the opportunity to give a more positive review, uh-huh. uh, we can be bribed with a uh, two to three night stay. I mean, <laughs> aboard the Galactic Star Cruise.
1: I'm not above being dishonest for the sake of selling things. <laughs>
0: That's that's how I got this far in life. I mean, uh, I literally work as a salesman. There you go.
1: People is my job. So, <laughs> so if you want me to go on this thing and you want me to dress up, <laughs> provide the dress for me, I'll, I'll do the thing. I'll eat the blue shrimp. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll learn oh, how yeah. to wield a lightsaber. I'll shoot things from your deck. I will. I will do. I'll play Cybok. Yeah. I'll run the table.
0: Yeah. Let's let's do
1: it. Yeah. If you want me to, I will. And you know what? I'll I'll be very nice to you about it because I wouldn't have spent the money, but I I would give a glowing review. I would have do it. So, there we go. That's that's as much as we can say about this without knowing as much as we do.
0: Yeah. But so, getting back to the original point, oh, with, yeah, before before I started going off on on a huge tangent that completely derailed this thing.
1: don't oh, <laughs> no, a ship being derailed.
0: <laughs> um <clears throat> so Galactic Star Cruiser was announced to open during the 50th, Uh and it did. It did. And reviews have been, I would say, mostly positive, but pretty much almost everyone agrees that the price that you're paying for it is not Yeah, for what
1: you're paying, go see the world before you come on a Star Wars Cruiser. Right, That's what I heard from most people. Yeah. Uh, So, I think... There's not too much left to talk about. Um, There's the cavalcades... Yeah, but that's that goes into the, uh, is this for the 50th, or is this just us coping with a pandemic?
0: I do think that part of it started as an attempt to sort of distance the characters. It did, yeah. Because Disney still had face characters that were not wearing masks at the time when the Cavalcades began. Correct. In and... fact,
1: meet and greets came back during the 50th. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry. No,
0: I mean, it's that's perfectly fine. The, the Cavalcades were a thing. They, uh, they replaced Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair with the Magical Friendship Fair. Oh, that's right. They did tweak which that. I think I watched t- twice. It's
1: basically the same show. They yeah. just changed the opening and closing song.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, all of the characters, of course, wearing the new iridescent fabrics.
1: That's right. Iridescent. Damn word again. <laughs> um, and that might actually... I only have one more note, uh, which you're going to love. Phantasmic came back and it's better than ever, Mike.
0: I, uh, I yeah, I have still not seen. Okay. The the redone Phantasmic. I've seen, I've
1: seen the new one twice now. Is it
0: the exact same?
1: It is not the exact same. There is one part in the middle that's different-ish. Okay. So like you remember, um, uh, the, so all the Pocahontas stuff is okay. I'll say this: all the Pocahontas stuff that was is out. I mean, Pocahontas still has a uh, song she does. So, with, so John uh, Smith doesn't doesn't swing anymore? No, no, no. That was all replaced by an Aladdin scene where Aladdin is now swinging oh. as he's running away from guards and stuff. Oh, okay. He's doing the one jump. One jump. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that bit. So that's kind of cool. Uh, they also... So Pocahontas does a song right before that. She has 3 projections behind her. Um, it's actually kind of cool. Uh, Moana does a song too, very similarly. Um, Mulan they... has a song... Uh, Elsa has a song, not that song. She has a different song, not that song either. She, oh. uh, it's the uh, the other song. Show yourself. She does show yourself. Show yourself is a good two. one. I mean, I I like oh, show yourself. Is a damn thing. You know,
0: I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. uh, when I first saw Frozen two, yeah, I was not super impressed with the music.
1: I wasn't either. But and show yourself was like a yeah. I damn. will
0: I will freely admit yeah. that in like the year and a half or two years since the show since the movies came out, I've mm-hmm. actually kind of been coming around to the music a little bit more on it oh good 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 i i still think olaf's individual
1: song about uh when i'm older yeah. is arguably the worst of the of the bunch it's not his best song no uh, Um i like anna's i'm depressed and i still need to go on song yeah.
0: <laughs> you know
1: because elsa gets three songs so let's give anna a song where well, there's she's also the, there's a, a song in the
0: beginning where uh you know some things never change
1: yeah <laughs> as we we start to yeah w- uh, the whole song is just foreshadowing <laughs> oh god i hate that song truthfully
0: but, I mean, into the unknown, banger.
1: Yeah. Do you like the Brendan Urie version better? Nope. Or Okay. Just thought I'd ask.
0: Well, because I look at it like this: you're comparing the vocal talents of uh, Brendan uh-huh. uh versus Adina Idina Menzel. Goddamn Menzel.
1: Yeah. Adele does could sing, man. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Idina Menzel, man. Like yeah, that's. I, I you know I had the chance to see her in Wicked mm. uh, back when, when she was on Broadway with uh, Kristen Chenoweth actually in the original. Oh run. shit! That's uh, actually uh, yeah, yeah. That's the og wicked run and uh-huh. uh even back then i was like god damn this woman can sing <laughs> yeah amazing really this broadway
1: actress is talented i know would have thought <laughs> anyway. so that tangent aside so phantasmic yeah. is a little different there in the middle um and then oh it does have an awkward part uh you know what one day we're gonna get you to see this and then we'll review it together you know there, well, now that
0: now that we, as annual pass holders, don't need to make reservations for the parks anymore, allegedly, I can just kind of go and go see it. Yeah, I will, I will willingly go see Phantasmic only if I'm going with what? you or one of our other crew of friends. Because right. I don't okay. like wasting an hour and fifteen minutes of my time. Because it's not just that you're seeing a twenty-three minute show. You also have to line show. up for it. Right, you have to queue up for it. Which that.
1: Yeah. My my thing is if there's two shows a night, never see the early show for the love of God. Never see the early show because you're just going to be able to walk into the second one. Granted, your seats might not be spectacular, mm-hmm. but you'll be able to walk into it. Yeah, and then yeah. run like a run like a the devil's chasing you at the exit. Go go go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my thing with uh, Fantasmic. But this is also a show where the new magic bands love to uh, light up and dance. So oh, okay. uh, yeah, I've seen it twice, and yep, Magic Band had a hell of a time. Yep, so, well we I mean, go.
0: hey, listen if it. If it works, it works. I uh, I will try and withhold my judgment, uh, just like I did with the Star Cruiser until I can experience it for myself.
1: I have a feeling they could set that us. Uh, they could set us up for seats before they can give a Star Cruiser. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because Phantasmic
0: seats are free, and the Galactic Star Cruiser is
1: not. Oh, well, <laughs> what are you gonna it's do? It's just not. All right uh so just wrapping up here i only have uh the train came back yes <laughs> and uh, uh tron well, opened i do want
0: to i do want to talk about the train more when we do a tron review okay
1: which yeah yeah, yeah. we i'll save all my train yeah. thoughts till then
0: uh because <laughs> i this i'm very ashamed to admit this uh-huh. i have not been on the railroad since they put it back
1: that's i've been on it twice uh, which so is I'm... more than i've been on it and i think the five years before they closed it
0: well i'm 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 curious to kind of pick your pick your brain about it. Uh-huh. Um so I think we'll talk about that more when we get to yeah, I'll hold maybe maybe the Tron episode or maybe just a Disney World Railroad episode because as a If we're going to do noted, that,
1: you and I have to do a railroad day.
0: That would be pretty rad. Sweet. I uh I'm a noted uh train enjoyer. So uh
1: I just like sitting and watching I the world have a, go
0: by. I have big big num-tot energy. So That's uh, true. Yeah, but I think uh, that's pretty much all of the broad strokes of the fiftieth. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. think we're missing anything.
1: I mean, if we did something little fell through the cracks or something is what PR claims was for the fiftieth, and we all go, "No, it wasn't." Um, but I think that's everything overall. How would how do you feel the celebration went? I like. Would give are it, you going to remember it fondly, or
0: if I had to grade it on a scale of one to ten? I would probably give the 50th anniversary a solid, like, 6.4 or 6.5 out of 10.
1: Okay. That's better than I thought you'd give it. We got some. That's good. Well,
0: I look at it this way, right? Yeah. We got got some new rides. Mm -hmm. We got some new experiences. Sure. We got some permanent additions to the parks, which I would argue are very good permanent additions to the parks, like the visual aspects of the uh, Cinderella's Castle or Mm -hmm. of Spaceship Earth. That's
1: true. I'm always going to think of the 50th when I see Spaceship Earth forever. That's a good point.
0: And huh. that is tempered, of course, by the fact that we did not get a significant amount of things that we were intended to get. Like yeah. some attractions that are missing, some experiences that never saw the light of day, mm-hmm. a $5,000 fucking dollar hotel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure, sure.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, overall, I'd give it like a solid... out of
1: 10. Okay, okay. I was leaning towards a 6 only because I I have so so much fondness for the 25th and all it gave us because it was across TV platforms. Uh, Like, it had its own show on the Disney Channel about uh, Inside Out where they went over everything that was happening. Hmm. And then, like, even, like, ABC shows would come during the 25th. And, like, I remember the merchandise being better. But then again, was I just a child? Probably. (laughs) Also, it had its own parade. It had its own parade. (laughs) And, I mean... I, I forget what we got for maybe that's maybe that's why I can't rank the tw- think about it better because I can't remember what we specifically got from the twenty fifth.
0: Well, and you know, a significant portion of the reason why the fiftieth ended up this way is because because it had to deal with the pandemic, right? Like, Disney had plans to do yeah. other things, and then they just never came to fruition because mm-hmm. you know we had the pandemic to worry about. I have no doubt that. Had the pandemic not happened, the 50th anniversary would have been much, quote-unquote, better, in a sense.
1: Yeah, I might have given it a seven and a half.
0: (laughs) Seven and a half, maybe maybe even an eight. Maybe even an eight. Maybe even an eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that it's got that
1: excuse baked in does help it. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. So, So there we go. Hey,
0: so that, I think, just about covers everything for our review of the... 50th anniversary the Walt
1: Disney World 50th anniversary and now we go from 50 to 100 immediately 50 yep. to 100 yep just so to confuse we'll, uh, some people
0: yeah stick around for uh 50 more years and we'll be okay
1: Yeesh. <laughs> if
0: we're if we're still doing this in our 80s uh please for the love of God uh put us out of our misery
1: uh <laughs> by then we'd have gone on the cruise yeah you know what you know what I'll make a solemn promise to our listeners <laughs> for 50 our our 50th anniversary We will go on the cruise for our 50th anniversary.
0: (laughs) By that point, they'll be on, like, Galactic
1: Star Cruiser 4. Galactic Star Motel. Yeah. (laughs) All right. There we go.
0: All right. Well, once again, guys, uh, my name is Mike. And I'm Rob. And together, we are the E-Ticket Podcast. mm -hmm. Uh, As always, be sure to follow us on our socials. We'll post Uh, something now. We actually don't really use Twitter too much anymore. Twitter's
1: not looking too good for me. Yeah. I'm not keeping up with that. I might just... uh, Push that off to see. Or I'll just tweet something said, now. Yeah.
0: We do have a fairly active Instagram page where we uh, post uh, updates and news and uh, things Critiques. of that nature. Yep. Uh, so just uh, be sure to follow us there, which is uh, what, Rob? At eticketpod. Eticketpod, yeah. So be sure to follow us there. Uh, we also uh, will officially have a new recording schedule going forward. So we are now going to be releasing episodes every two weeks. Um we haven't quite decided. What, <laughs> knock, knock on table. We haven't quite decided what our uh, what our format is going to be, whether or not we're going to do like a, a ride review every other week, or if we're going to do yeah. uh, something
1: topical. We don't. Yeah, we we no clue.
0: Um, but the good news is, is that now that we've uh, fixed all of the issues that we had with our previous studio, um, we are now <laughs> in the process where we can actually do this a lot more consistently. So, uh, you guys are all wonderful. We actually got some. A lot but, of feedback. Yeah, we got a lot I'm, of really positive surprised. feedback from the Splash Mountain episode in particular, yeah. which is uh, very surprising. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean. so now we are uh, continuing forward on that trend. So, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, so thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll be seeing you again real soon. Yep, see you. Bye.